Well, hello. Good morning. Let's go. A brand new week starts now. Yeah, it's Monday, April 17th, 2023. This is First Thing with Kevin Mano. Thanks so much for being here. Appreciate you uh, starting your day with me. A quick look at all the headlines across the board. Before we get there, some celebrity birthdays. Phoebe Diniver is celebrating today. Rooney Mara as well. Victoria Beckham, that's Posh Spice. Jennifer Garner, uh, rapper Redman, and filmmaker Adam McKay. Happy birthday to all of them. In music history, 50 years ago today, the Eagles released their second album, Desperado. What a classic. Big anniversary. 50 years came out on this date in 1973. Okay, all right. Friends, let's go. We jump in with the top story. Just thought I would start the uh, the day with uh, one more big reminder that tomorrow is the tax deadline. That's one of the major events of the week. I will say, though, I know people uh, listen to the show all over the country. One of the reasons I love podcasts. But uh, the IRS has pushed it back for a bunch of people that have been affected by recent severe weather. There are counties in Alabama, Arkansas, California, Georgia, Mississippi, New York, and Tennessee that all have some extra time this year due to extreme weather. For the rest of us, tomorrow is the day, Tuesday, all right? Stop procrastinating. And again, uh, this usually falls on the 15th of April, but that was Saturday, and today is Emancipation Day in D.C., marking the day D.C. abolished slavery back in 1862. So, again, tomorrow is tax day. Uh, all right, on to some sports headlines here. It's a big day for hockey fans. The NHL playoffs start with four games tonight. Again, the Boston Bruins are the team to beat. Uh, they won the President's Trophy with the best record in the regular season, a record-breaking year for them, and they want that Stanley Cup. It all starts tonight. Uh, the playoffs are underway in the NBA as well. There are 16 teams working their way toward the finals. Tonight, the Nets will play the 76ers, and the Warriors will face the Kings. Uh, another big story in the NBA is the massive fine that the league just handed down to the Dallas Mavericks. $750,000. That's a ton of money. Uh, the team is being accused of losing games on purpose so they could keep their first round pick in the 2023 draft. The league said, quote, the Mavericks actions failed our fans and our league. $750,000. Uh, last thing I'll mention here, the 127th Boston Marathon is happening today. And this year marks the 10-year anniversary of those uh, those bombs exploding. It was exactly 10 years ago on Saturday. Uh, today, there will be about 30,000 runners out there representing more than 100 different countries. Yes, yes. All right, some entertainment headlines here in relationship news. I'll talk more about Coachella in a few minutes when we get to music news, but uh, one of the most talked about moments off the stage was uh, Camila Cabello and her ex-boyfriend Shawn Mendes kissing in the crowd. They broke up like a year and a half ago and they're, they're smooching at Coachella. Could be just really, really close friends, maybe? No? I don't know. Uh, also, Leonardo DiCaprio and Irina Shayk seem to be getting close out there in the desert. There are photos of them. Uh, now, an update on that, uh, that confusion involving actor Drake Bell last week. The internet went wild when police reported him missing. Uh, he eventually made a joke about it on Twitter. People were wondering what actually happened. And now, according to TMZ, his brother Robert called the police Wednesday night saying that Drake had made suicidal statements. So his brother was naturally very concerned. Uh, hopefully he gets some help. 
Uh, in other mental health news, Raquel Levis, who was recently at the center of that Vanderpump Rules cheating scandal, she has, quote, entered a voluntary facility for mental health counseling. That's according to a statement put out on her behalf. The statement also made clear that it's not substance abuse. Uh, lastly here, this is a big story in the world of theater. After 35 years and nearly 14,000 performances, Phantom of the Opera held its final show last night, the longest-running show in Broadway history. It opened in January of 1988. That's crazy. What a run. On to some movie and TV news now. Uh, first and foremost, your weekly Monday morning check of the other kind of theater, the uh, the movies. It's a me, Mario. Still number one. It brought in uh, an additional eighty-seven million dollars this weekend. It's already crossed that five hundred million dollar mark worldwide. It's now the highest-grossing video game adaptation ever. Uh, they're gonna make so many of these. They're gonna do a whole Nintendo universe now. Just a guess, but uh, I, I really think they will. The Pope's Exorcist was second, and John Wick Chapter 4 was third. Uh, all right, so there's not too much to see here, but the director of the Wicked movie, uh, John M. Chu is his name, he just shared the first photos of Ariana Grande and Cynthia Erivo as Elphaba and Glinda from the movie. We, we get to see them as their characters in costume. You kind of have to zoom in, though. I, uh, I have the pictures posted in our Instagram stories, at FirstThingPod. Uh, on the business side of things, we're going to find out soon if the writers out in Hollywood are going on strike. The Writers Guild of America are voting for the power to call a strike if contract talks break down. And the voting on that closes today. They went on strike back in 2007 and 2008. A lot of productions had to shut down. I remember uh, at the time I watched Conan O'Brien every night and one of his nightly bits during the writer's strike, he would spin his wedding ring on his desk and they would time him to see how long he could do it, if he could break his record. That was the content shows were putting out without writers back in the day, and that could be happening again soon. Uh, in other TV news, William Shatner is 92, and he's hosting a new show on Fox. Stars on Mars is the name of it. Makes sense. He's a space guy. Uh, celebrities are going to compete in astronaut training until only one is standing. This will premiere June 5th. There are rumors out there that Netflix wants to do an American remake of Squid Game, and according to these rumors, they're trying to get David Fincher to direct it. Honestly, I don't believe a word of this. The, the Korean version was so massively huge here in the States, this seems completely unnecessary. And there is a second season of Squid Game coming probably next year, so it just doesn't make any sense to do a remake, but who knows, the rumors are out there. Uh, in other Netflix news, this is a big one right now. They're still experimenting with like live programming. They did that live Chris Rock show, and uh, last night was their live Love is Blind reunion, and that one didn't go so well. Fans were staring at this loading screen for about 90 minutes before they, uh, before they put the show out there, and it wasn't even live. They decided at some point while waiting just to tape it, and then it, uh, you know, they rolled it out to the fans once it was ready. Netflix apologized, but they didn't really offer a reason for the delay. Uh, lastly here, we heard this rumor, and now it's confirmed. Pete Davidson is heading back to SNL. He's going to host the show on May 6th with musical guest Lil Uzi Vert. Is that annoying when I do that, or do you like it? I can handle your honesty. Uh, I should say, though, Pete is going to host the show May 6th if the writers don't go on strike. If they do go on strike, I think the season's over. What's on TV today and tonight? What are people watching? Well, after Seacrest split on Friday, Seacrest out. 
Today is day number one for Live with Kelly and Mark. Kelly Ripa's husband, Mark Consuelos, starts his new gig today. Uh, you don't have to wait long for, for more Seacrest, though. There's a new episode of American Idol on ABC tonight. The knockout rounds start on The Voice tonight on NBC. And That's My Jam is on NBC right for that. Simu Liu and Halle Bailey against Chloe Bailey and Adam Lambert. All-American, 911, Fantasy Island, Perry Mason, and The Good Doctor are all on tonight as well. And now, let's enjoy an intermission. This podcast gets support from Athletic Greens. Thank you, Athletic Greens. This is the foundation of daily health. Comprehensive nutrition and gut health in one simple scoop. I know AG1 is doing things for me that I'm not even aware of, but... The things I really care about are gut health, I know how important that is, and supporting immunity. I went through a period of time before discovering AG1 where I was just constantly getting sick from all the little bugs that my kids would bring home from school. I haven't been sick in a long time now and I truly credit my daily glass of AG1. It's packed with nutrients and things the body needs. Your body wants this stuff. Uh, and I'm so happy to have them on board here as my presenting sponsor of this podcast, a match made in heaven. Thanks, Athletic Greens. Athleticgreens.com slash first thing. That is my link. Go there. You'll support the show and yourself at the same time. You're getting a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase at athleticgreens.com slash first thing. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Right, on to some music news now. Coachella weekend number one in the books. Uh, one of the big moments out there Friday night was the weekend coming out to do songs with Metro Boom. And he wasn't the only one, though. Metro Boomin brought out John Legend, 21 Savage, Diddy, and more as a, as a big set. BB Rexa came out to perform with the dance pop duo Two Friends. Post Malone surprised the crowd. He came out with Bad Bunny. Uh, also a major headline, Bad Bunny seemed to throw shade at Harry Styles while on stage. He showed a tweet on screen basically saying he's better than Harry. People think it's because Harry uh, beat him at the Grammys. Who knows? We'll see where this goes. Uh, Niall Rogers popped up to play some songs with Blondie. Boy Genius came out with Muna. I like that. Uh, Ellie Golding surprised the crowd during Calvin Harris's set Saturday night. That's big. And Billie Eilish was there to do a song with Labyrinth. Wow. Lots of surprises. And again, this was only weekend number one. They're going to do it all again in a few days. In other music news, it wasn't just Coachella with surprises on stage. Katy Perry was performing in Vegas on Saturday night, and Northwest came out with her. That's Kim and Kanye's oldest daughter. Kim was there at the show hanging out with Sia and Paris Hilton, and uh, Northwest was up on stage with Katy. In other Katy Perry news, uh, she is officially performing at King Charles' coronation concert. We kept hearing the names of uh, all these artists turning it down, and now it's official. Katy... Uh, her American Idol co-star Lionel Richie, Andrea Bocelli, and Take That. They're all a part of the lineup that's going to happen at Windsor Castle on May 7th. Now a couple bits of Bruce Springsteen news, American royalty. Uh, first, he has COVID. Bummer, I don't think he's going to miss any uh, any dates though on his tour. Uh, and second, there's going to be a Bruce Springsteen Day in New Jersey. That makes sense. Every day is Bruce Springsteen Day in New Jersey. But uh, September 23rd, that's his birthday. It will now be celebrated as Bruce Springsteen Day in his home state. Kelly Clarkson just released two songs on Friday, and she unveiled the track list for her upcoming album, Chemistry. And it seems she has a collaboration with Steve Martin on the album. He's, uh, he's featured on a song called I Hate Love. He's Steve Martin. I, I know he plays the banjo, so maybe that's what he's doing on the album. I don't know. In country news, Kane Brown was playing a show in Kansas when someone threw a boot on stage. It hit him in the uh, the groin area, and he fell to the floor in pain. He said it got him heel first. 
he's a nice guy, though, so he, uh, he recovered. He signed the boot, and he returned it to the person that threw it at him. Uh, lastly here, I said recently I still play Wordle every day. It's, uh, popularity is waning, but that's to be expected. Now, uh, one of the spinoffs, Hurdle, which is, uh, like the name of that tune version, it's being dropped by Spotify. They're done with it. They released a statement saying, after careful consideration, we have made the difficult decision to say goodbye to Hurdle. It's not clear whether it will, uh, find life elsewhere. Yes. Yes, yes, some additional headlines now on this Monday morning. One of the biggest stories to come from the weekend was the shooting at a birthday party in Dadeville, Alabama. This was a teenager's birthday party, a sweet 16 party. It happened at about 10.30 Saturday night. Four people lost their lives and 28 others were injured. It's reported that some of those are in critical condition. This happened in a dance studio. Um, as of now, officials have not provided any info about motive or whether or not suspects have been identified. I know a lot of people are frustrated with how little information has been given about the shooter or shooters. Hopefully we find out more today. In other news, uh, opening statements in Dominion Voting Systems, $1.6 billion defamation trial against Fox News were scheduled to start today, but last night the judge overseeing this pushed it back to tomorrow, so Tuesday's the day. A couple international stories here, things to be aware of. Uh, over the weekend in Japan, an explosive device was thrown at their prime minister during a live event. He was whisked away unharmed. No major injuries were reported and a uh, suspect was tackled to the ground and arrested. And over in Sudan, it was a very violent weekend. Rival factions clashed for control of the presidential palace, their main airport and other important spots. Uh, the reports vary, but I read this morning that after three days of fighting, there have been 97 civilian deaths with well more than a thousand others injured. A woman in Spain just spent 500 days alone in a cave. 500 days, Beatrice Flamini is her name. This was uh, apparently an experiment to study our internal clock and how we react to isolation. Uh, she said she stopped keeping track of time around day 65. They would send down food for her and she would send her waist back up, gross. Uh, the first thing she asked when she got out was who wanted to buy her a beer. I have a video of her emerging in our Instagram stories. She doesn't even know there's a Mario movie out there doing well. She doesn't even know the queen died. Who's gonna tell her about Tom and Giselle? Oh my gosh, so much to get caught up on. Back here in the States, another beer news. Anheuser-Busch released a statement and a new ad in response to the backlash they've faced recently. Bud Light had a small Instagram partnership with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney and a bunch of anti-trans rights people exploded. They couldn't take it. They, they denounced the beer. Uh, the company put out a statement. You can read it, the statement in our Instagram stories. Uh, and they brought out the big guns. They, they released a new commercial with the Clydesdales, their iconic mascots. Their narrator says, this is a story bigger than beer. This is the story of the American spirit. So it seems they're trying to win people back. Uh, another food news here, Pringles is teaming up with Minecraft, Suspicious Stew, which is something I'm guessing is part of the game. I don't know. That's the flavor, Minecraft Suspicious Stew. It's a limited edition item, uh, but it should be available while supplies last at stores this month. Okay, friends, all right, I uh, always end the show with some good news, something something to make you smile. In Florida, a woman named Geraldine Gimblet just won $2 million in the lottery. That's good for her, uh, but the backstory here is what makes this great. She, she hit this jackpot the day after her daughter finished cancer treatment. 
treatment that Geraldine was forced to spend her entire life savings on. She drained her bank accounts to keep her daughter alive and then immediately won $2 million. How about that? Her daughter said, quote, the day before my mom bought this ticket, I rang the bell and walked out of the hospital after completing my last treatment for breast cancer. My mom had taken out her entire life savings to care for me when I was sick. I'm just so happy for her. So am I. That's incredible. And Geraldine said that uh, when she stopped at the gas station and asked the clerk for a ticket, he said they were out. And she asked him to check again because she really wanted one. And man, it's a good thing she did. Uh, congrats to the whole family on, on everything. I'm so happy for them. That's cool. And the show is over now. The show is over now. All right. All right. Thanks for being here, friends. I really hope you had a uh, nice weekend. It's beautiful here in Nashville. We uh, we stayed busy all weekend. Thanks to Sarah Jo Barkley for the love on Instagram. She posted about the show in her Instagram stories, spreading the word. Uh, hey, if you're a private account and you tag the show, I can't see that. So maybe send me a DM or something to uh, to let me know, and I'll give you a shout out. I appreciate the support. It's a, it's a strong community, and I thank you for it. I am back tomorrow to do it all again, recapping everything that happens between now and then. Enjoy your Monday. I'll see you tomorrow. Please tell your friends about this show.